0: Welcome to Getting to the Truth in This Art. I am your host, Rob Lee. And today, I am interviewing an artist, portrait photographer, educator, and organizer. Please welcome Philip Muriel. Welcome to the podcast. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? It's Philip. <laughs> so, I want to I wanna start off by by thanking you. you. You were coming through, like I think, one of the last times we were trying to link. Yeah. It was, like, raining. It's yeah. raining today. It was like, yeah.
1: it, it, I think they won't let us be great. Yeah, it was destined. <laughs> it was destined. It had to happen. <laughs> but
0: we made it, though. We're here. Yeah, we're here. We're out here. I'm filled with bone marrow and alcohol, so let's get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to start off with... Um, Having you, inviting you to really tell us about, like, your background. Give us those vital stats. Where would you grow up? How did you get started? Things of that nature.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, from Baltimore, East Baltimore. Um, went like to the, Bal- I like that distinction, by the way. Yeah, you got you got. It's different. East Baltimore, West Baltimore, different. Uh, from East Baltimore, uh, born and raised, went to uh, Baltimore City College. Yeah, nights. Same. Oh, word. Oh, three. Yeah. Dope. Yeah, 11. Um, a little bit younger. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, class of '11. Um, graduated from University of Baltimore. Um, yeah, and I'm a full time artist and been practicing art most of my life. Uh, past like 20 years. Grew up with the camera in my hand. Still shooting. Uh, now I'm a full time artist. That's my day job, night job, weekend job, and I love it. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I
0: think when you when you love something. You, you're just putting a time in. Mm-hmm. It just becomes your thing. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a Bukowski quote, and I used to abide by it. Um, and, and it's still important, I think. Find what you love and let it kill you. That's, that's yeah. kind of the thing. It's, it's the thing. And, yeah. um, you know, like, I, I take a very similar approach to this as we were talking beforehand. Like, you know, I told you how many interviews I got coming up.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: mm-hmm. you know, doing the day jobs. I'm not quite there at the full-time kind of space yet, but... You put in a lot of time and effort,
1: so I commend you for, like, saying, like, no, no this is what I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um It's different. Um, being an entrepreneur, I've been doing it for the past few years, and um, it's so rewarding. It comes with its challenges, but I wouldn't be doing anything different, you know. Um, it's my life, and, you know, it's not necessarily any, like, clocking in or clocking out, you mm-hmm. know. It might be 3 a.m. on a Saturday and I'm working, you know. Yeah. I might not work Monday and Tuesday. You know, I, I, you set your own hours. You'd be at your own pace. But it's it's 24-7. You know, you're liable to be on the clock at any moment. So with that, and this this is actually straying away from the actual questions,
0: with mm-hmm. that and having that kind of, like, I'm on call approach. That's, mm-hmm. that's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Or do you run into anything like really odd, like late, like, "Hey, let me let me do this, let me do this type of shoot," or you just you've been up for a long time, yeah? You're like, I'm just gonna do some weird shit with the camera real quick.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. Sometimes <laughs> I'm in the studio uh, just shooting myself, you know, practicing. You know, doing taking self portraits up for hours, doing weird ass shit, man. Just like. Being experimental to, like, expand, like, what I can do and and, and to push me a little bit further. Yeah, yeah. Especially, like, if I, like, you know, been, like, in the lab for a long time and, like, ideas start flowing, absolutely. Yeah.
0: I I think when you're around it and you have your space to create, Mm -hmm. you could just do whatever. Like, I have the in-home studio, so Mm -hmm. if I want to sit there and it's like... All right, I should probably do an ad real quick. Let me mm-hmm, practice that mm-hmm. or let me practice if I want to do something that is diversified, right? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it could be purely, oh, I'm just doing a podcast. Now I can do voiceover work. I yeah, can do audiobooks. Yeah. I have my equipment right there. Yeah, might as well. But then I forget how to read sometimes. And it's like, yeah, I keep stumbling on these <laughs> words right here, my guy. This is for other people. It's like I got the voice, but I don't have the pace, you know? Yeah, yeah. So what what photographers have had an influence on you and how do they influence maybe your thinking your your
1: approach to photography and even the career path <clears throat> um i definitely got to start off with uh you know um shouting out some some local photographers that yeah. i'm a fan of uh shay McCoy, of course uh my boy richard wolf um, Devin Allen, super inspirational dude and work that he does. Uh, my boy Webb and his granddad, uh, I, Henry Phillips, you know, they have amazing work. And then also, you know, some of the greats out there, Dina Lawson is incredible. They Bay, um, they Carava, Gordon parks, you know, so there's some of the masters, but I'm not just inspired by like photography though. Yeah. You know, art in general, you know, uh, Um, there's so many artists out there. Amy Sherrill, huge inspiration of mine. Kehinde Wiley is a huge inspiration of mine. Even artists like Barkley Hendricks, you know, influence the work I do as a portraiture artist. Yeah.
0: So I think it's, so is there with, with, with the artists and the photographers that were mentioned, is there something specific that you take, maybe a signature of theirs that you take and apply to what you're doing? Um, so, for instance, this is going to sound ridiculous, but Nardwar, I might do that. Mm-hmm. When I do that interview, it's like, yeah. So I had some random shit that you you did. You said six mm-hmm. years ago. I'm gonna yeah. pull out on you. It's like, <laughs> yo, how'd you find that? It? It's like I was stalking. So, so is there is there something maybe a signature or a trait from from their work or what they're putting out there that you 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 kind of not necessarily copy,
1: but you try to pay homage to? Absolutely. Um. Um. So artists like. Um My boy Carrie James Marshall and Amy Sherrill does a really good job at capturing uh, the eyes of like, you know, they they paint these like beautiful black uh, figurative paintings and they capture the eyes and capture this beautiful gaze. And this gaze is like almost a window to the soul of the piece. And then these pieces come alive. And I try to like embody that through my work as well and spread more black narratives and put more uh, black people in art spaces. those are like That's like one of my biggest inspiration, capturing eyes, because those are the things that really help you connect with a piece of art and a portraiture. Yeah, totally.
0: And um, I, I think having, in, in the conversations I've had with, with different photographers, and I think I've only had black photographers on this podcast. Um, mm-hmm. I might have to fact check that mm-hmm. of my own history, but um, it, it's just something sometimes when it comes to like that representation of having like the lighting and having like the mm-hmm. right, Approach to capturing black people's skin because we ain't just one
1: color. Yeah. When you see somebody
0: that ain't one of us
1: and they're trying to capture
0: us, it's like, yo, you got us
1: looking jacked up, my guy. looking all over the place, man. That's the thing. Like, a lot of these big publications um, capturing, like, black folk and just not capturing us in our best light. And I think it's definitely a responsibility, especially from institutions and publications, to hire more black photographers, especially if they're going to be taking photos of black people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's something where when you look at, and I, and I know I mentioned this when I did an interview with Glenford Newyos, we were, we were talking about um, I think the lighting and in, um, like insecure mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. how like, mm-hmm. no, that's capturing all types of tones. It's capturing yeah. all the nuances yeah. and, and, and it got that notoriety for that. So it shows you that like, Oh no, 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 they, they did something here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, take a cue, take a cue from it. Hire hire us
1: to yeah. to shoot us <laughs> yeah it's so important yeah there's some like um and i'm not going to name any but some people that i even like inspired by like really well-known internationally renowned photographers that captured you know black folk and they just don't live up to like the rest of their work mm-hmm. i feel like it's a lebo somewhere in there i don't know
0: no shots but shots. Uh, I'm saying it. You're not. You're, you're going to be completely employable and all of that. Me, I am canceled amongst the arts community. Um, <laughs> but I mean, but, but I think I think that particular uh, photographer was actually called out a little bit about that too. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, tell me about your gear. Um, and but let's but put it this way. Tell me about your gear, and then this follow up question. With it aside from your gear, what is the most important part of your photography?
1: I would say my my, my subjects. Uh, well, I, I hate to use that term more. So, like my my sitter, and my muses. Um, mm-hmm. The most important part of my photography is the connection that I make with the people I'm photographing sure. you know even if I'm if I'm sitting down with someone and I have time to like really get to know them and take a photo of I'm taking a street shot where like you know I'm catching somebody within a you know a short small moment you know it has to be some type of exchange of energy some type of consent some type of uh um, appreciation you know for that person um, and understanding of that person to be able to capture them in their best light you know my mm-hmm. goal is to capture everyone's essence, you know, um, and have that essence be translated through the photograph. And to do that, uh, make sure that like, you know, I connect with the people I shoot with. That's big. So tell me about w- what you're shooting with in terms
0: of the gear specifically. Like, are you film? Are you digital? What is your, what is your, I, I shoot with
1: whatever. <laughs> um, I mostly shoot digital. Uh, I, I, I shoot film. I love film. I started off shooting film. You know, I started shooting when I was nine. I would have, like, a, a little disposable camera, and I would take pictures of, like, you know, friends and family at, like, outings and things like that. And then I was always that kid at, like, school with the digital camera, and everyone was, like, posted up trying to get a photo taken by <laughs> me. Um, and then I just thought, you know, it's been it's a big, like, wave of, like, film photography enthusiasts coming back. Mm-hmm. And you know I've been like hopping on the wave too, and it, it's been cool. Um, but I mostly shoot digital. That's um, where the money at too, to be honest with you. But you know, creatively it allows me to be a little bit, uh, a little bit more limitless uh, with my digital photography. And I prefer as many controlled lighting situations as possible. Mm-hmm. I shoot with lights. You know, I love having full control of lighting and shadows and highlights and being able to manipulate lights using different diffusers or uh, softboxes. And and I might use one, I might use two, I might use three, four, five lights for some of my shoots. Um, Right now I'm doing a series called Black Gaze um, that's, you know, coming along really amazing. Mm -hmm. And I'm just doing a really simple two-light setup and using... You know, my tried and true team Nikon always been, always will be. Um, And my preferred lens of choice, 85 millimeter, most shots you've ever seen. Any of my work is going to be 85 millimeter. So basically, because I I remember you you were talking before we got started about
0: the uh, black gaze. And that's the uh, the eyes of the window to the soul, right? Absolutely. So as I take my glasses off, I don't have eyes anymore. So I don't, I don't have a soul. That's that's the thing. So I, I'm, I'm automatically disqualified. As is, is what I've learned, because um, everybody I, I always tells me I don't have eyes. <clears throat> So I read that y- your love for the city and community inspires your creative practice, and your ultimate goal is to capture the true essence of everyone. And you, you've even touched on that. Mm-hmm. The, describe the the process and the the approach. Um, and I and I got that that piece when you were describing being comfortable and being able to connect and have that i guess that it's an abbreviated version of it but that relationship that connection with yeah. the uh, the sitter um the yeah. muse so it, it, what else kind of goes into it um and i would imagine there, there there's the lighting content that you you mentioned but what else kind of goes into that
1: sort of sort of like the work that you do you sure. know um i do the research mm-hmm. you know and if I'm shooting an artist, you know, say if it's a musician, I'm going to listen to some of their music. I'm going to watch their music videos. as it's a visual artist, I'm going to check out their, their art, you know, see what work that they did and shows and, like, you know, sit with them, chat with them. Um, somebody I know, you know, we're going to be kicking it like normal. But if it's someone I'm shooting i never shot before, you know, I'm, like, genuinely interested in, like, getting to know them, you know, and connect with them and, like, you know, building a relationship, you mm-hmm. know. Uh The art goes beyond the lens. There's a process before I even pick up the camera that contributes to how well a photograph comes comes to light. So is there any
0: instance where you're like, I'm getting nothing. <laughs> I'm getting nothing from this person. Like it's just gonna be a white background. It's like everything in the matrix is empty. <laughs> I got
1: nothing for you, sir. Nah, honestly, no. I I love people. Like yeah. that 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 I feel like I'm a great photographer and I feel like the foundation of why I am a great photographer is because I love people. Yeah. And I connect with people. Like that's like my thing. Like I Love having the opportunity to, get to hear people and know people and get a feeling of you know just who they are mm-hmm. and honestly people people love to talk for the most part you know this is about it's asking the right questions getting them to open up you know
0: do you are you one of those guys that like I do this mm-hmm. and this this might be something that maybe maybe you apply. Um, If you don't do it, but do you sit there and start listening to other interviews to kind of get to those probing, open-ended questions to (laughs) give you that maybe that context of, oh, wow, this could be a really dope shot. Like if you've had a a sitter that's done stuff before, and you're like, I want to do something original with them. Mm -hmm. And another photographer may not have asked this question. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask this question. It's like, oh, yeah, you're in a Gundam Wang? Bet. Got you.
1: (laughs) Uh. Nah, it's kind of like. Um, I <laughs> like not, how you said that about Nah, nah, because <laughs> it's 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 like I'm not like it's not as like structured, you know. Sure, it's kind of like you had a, a house party, you know, friends chilling, drinking, whatever. Spark conversation with somebody. And you just you know it's casual, organic. Yeah. Same thing with my process. You know, I don't have like a list or like a script or anything. You know. I do. Hey, what's up? What you What you doing? What you up to? You know. Yeah. Hey, what you been working on? You know. Oh, tell me about this project. Oh, that's dope. So,
0: so with that, this this is slight. This is similar, but but a bit different. Um, and it kind of goes to what we were talking about before we started. Like mm-hmm. there are some episodes where I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm, How mm-hmm. do you know when an image doesn't work?
1: Um <laughs> and, and I think one of the benefits of shooting digital is like look, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um Oh man, that's such a uh, challenging question. Um how do I know <laughs> when I upload them on my computer? It's like uh, this is buns. <laughs> <laughs> no, so um so throughout my process, uh when I'm when I'm shooting um I'm never just taking a thousand shots and then reviewing them Mm -hmm. or taking a thousand shots and like not showing the person that I'm shooting. Like we're looking at them together. Might take five to ten shots. Hey, you want to see the photos? And they'll tell me because sometimes like I may not notice something like they be like, oh, my hair should have been here and it's here, you know, or I have like something here. I just didn't notice it because like I'm not in front of your face every day. So, you know, it's. That process of, like, making sure that, like, throughout the n- entire photo shoot, you're seeing the photos as well. Because I don't want to take 200 photos and, like, you're like, damn, I don't like any of these photos. Um, and I make sure to maneuver and adjust uh, a lot of photography is improv and, like, being able mm-hmm. to adapt to that situation, to that person, you know. is no one-size-fits-all method. You know, for this series I'm doing right now, uh, I'm trying to make everything as uniform as possible. Uh, And the the series just hate to like digress, but the please uh, a black gaze is a series I'm working on where I'm capturing narrative through the eyes of my sitter through photography. And it's a simple stripped down uh, approach, you know, Um, and the idea behind it came from uh, I was doing a lot of work in twenty twenty one and doing a lot of like paid commission work. I see Funny. you
0: out there. I see you on these streets. <laughs> yeah, a lot of paid
1: commission work which is amazing and I thank God, but I wasn't doing a lot of creative stuff. So at the um at the beginning and I kind of got depressed, you know, I just felt like very lost and disconnected from my personal process and yep. my creativity. So at the beginning of the year, I just took some time to like just take no more commissions and just kind of like reset reimagine and I came up with this as a way to, you know, just strip down and simplify my approach and almost use what I do as a protest to show, you know, my people, you know, through through my skill, through my skill sets. And it's been beautiful. Um my bad, my ADD is popping up. <laughs> I was I was I digressed a little no, you bit. Go, you but go. uh um I was saying that When I'm capturing people, all the people for black gays, like I've been working with all different types of people, there's no one size fits all. So I find myself while I'm shooting, changing my setup, changing my lighting, changing my positioning yeah. to capture them in their true essence. And that's where I kind of like voted at first. I'm like, okay, if I keep everything exactly the same, it's all gonna be the same output, but it's just not. Cause that and it won't be fair to like, you know, everybody who's sitting, there. I have to like give them the 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 necessary like um like touch to be able to capture them in their best. Yeah. So um, how do I know? I'm checking <laughs> it as I go. And, and you know, but I, I'm never going to finish a photo shoot being dissatisfied. I dig it. I dig it. You're, you're a perfectionist in
0: that regard. I hear you. Mm-hmm. So it, it, when you're going through the process, you're – Descri- you're, you're you're checking as you go. You're you're yeah. You're, you're obviously going in there tweaking as needed. Mm-hmm. So you you touched on when you were doing a commission work, right? Mm-hmm. Now, as an artist, is that checking in with yourself piece something that you're doing as much as you're doing with your work? Like checking in to see where I'm at. Like okay, am I am I satisfied with how am I going about mm-hmm. this? Because we fall into those traps, and mm-hmm. I, I I recognize that. Well, I've heard, I, I can't say I recognize because that sounds really grandiose, but I, I've heard that, like, those creative types, mm-hmm. You get very sensitive about things. And it's like, let me take a step back, I need mm-hmm. to recalibrate mm-hmm. is, is that mm-hmm. something that you regularly do, or is that something that, as you've been doing it over the years, you're like, I recognize the importance of that. What What does that look
1: like for you? So, my career uh, as a photographer slash artist slash entrepreneur is still relatively new, no. Um I've been shooting most of my life since I was, you know, eight years old. It wasn't until about six years ago I started studying, like, the fundamentals of photography and, like, all the ins and outs. And it wasn't until May 2020 I graduated from college from the University of Baltimore that was just a shitty time to get into work. You know, ain't, you know, I was going to get into education, but this is, you know, prime time, you know, quarantine prime, prime time pandemic. Yeah. And I, you know, was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to like, you know, do this uh, artist thing, uh, full time. And it kind of has been like going up since then. And, I've been getting more work, more commissions, more bookings from, uh, you know, companies, institutions and like personal work in 2021 was like the peak of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm still new. I'm still learning. And this is the first time I had to, like, actually take a step back and probably won't be, you know, the only time, you know, this is very new for me. But I think I think
0: recognizing it as you're as you're younger in your your career and your your journey and your creative journey. It, it it makes it work. Like yeah. you come back to it, and you're like, man, I got all the success, everything is great, doing well. Yeah. Why am I unhappy? Why, yeah. why am I unsatisfied or yeah. what have you? And yeah. I think you're getting those lessons. Um I think you're getting those lessons and it, it makes sense. Like you were you were touching on like I'm not gonna leave a shoot unsatisfied. So I yeah. think that that's something that's transferable.
1: Yeah. 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 Nah seriously. <clears throat> um doing uh what I do uh full time uh it's awesome and it's great, um, but balancing that, like you know, my purpose is really important. Cause sometimes, like, shit can get depressing, you know. Mm-hmm. If you're not, if you're not fully feeding into yourself, um, but that's why it's important to like take that time to like really wooza. So what do you
0: what do you do in those woosah moments? Like, I know some people they're like, yo, I need to leave.
1: Yeah. My current setting. And then recalibrate. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, I do nothing. <laughs> I would spend a week, you know, uh, you know, just reorganizing my 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 mental space. Um, you know, giving myself the proper nutrients, catching up on TV. You know, meditation, mm-hmm. getting the routine in, getting uh, adequate sleep. Yeah. But literally, man, like nothing. Um, just to kind of, like, flush everything out, you know, and just come back with a, you know, a fresh take on everything. And then, you know, God, he will put those things, you know, there in front of your face to say, like, you know, it's time or, like, give you that inspiration or that motivation to tap into whatever's next or put an opportunity in your way, your way. That's true. Um so I got two more questions before we get to these rapid fire questions. Those
0: yeah. are hard. Uh, okay. As I've been updating as we've been talking. Um, what, are, what are some projects that you've organized or been a part of that were, like, really exciting or you're really, like, jazzed
1: up to even talk about? You, you touched on the Black yeah. Gaze one, so. Um, yeah. So last summer um, we started – I started an annual uh, um, photo meet with a – Organization based out of D.C. called Afro Photographers. It was a photo meet called Duality, mm-hmm. where photographers, creative directors, and also um, um, models would come out. Uh, we had a, 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 a spot in uh, in um, Druid Hill Park that we reserved out, and like. 100 200, like people all from like the DMV in Baltimore area. Yeah. You know, black folk came and like, you know, uh, exchanged information and collaborated and took photos, and it was beautiful. And we plan on doing that every year. Uh, and I did work with um, the Black Ass Flea Market, which was like incredible. Um, you know, I do a lot of event work throughout the city and I have been for years, and I have a series of like photo shoot parties. That are really dope where you can get like a ticket and you can come party, but also you can have like a photo shoot experience as well. I did one in July called Afrofuturism that was really, really awesome. And, you know, I do reoccurring workshops at Impact Hub, teaching people some of the fundamentals of photography. Right now, I'm just uh, still taking commissions, but just focusing very heavily on the black gaze. And I got some really awesome other projects I'm working on, but that's a little, you know, tucked away. I dig it. Close to the yeah. vest. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, that's that's great. Um, so this this is where the shift happens. this there's a la- This is my last real question, but it mm-hmm. it's more of a pie in the sky question. So if your life was a movie, who would be the director and why? <sighs> <sighs>
1: Yo, you know it's funny. I love movies. Like I mean, you, I may have read that by the way. I may have read that somewhere. Yeah, I love I, <laughs> I actually movies are like my favorite uh art form. Um I love photography and I, I my goal is to get into filmmaking. So that's a really great question. <laughs> um Oh man, it's one person that's like right there on my tongue. Uh, I'm just trying to think if it's anybody else, but you know, probably Tarantino.
0: I was going to say that actually.
1: Yeah, I. That's great. Um, Yeah, Yeah. probably. Yeah, probably Tarantino. Uh, Yeah, I I just, man, like me, like if I were to do, you know, a biopic of my life, I would want it to be so unconventional. And I don't think anyone can do it like how Tarantino can. I just—I yeah. can almost see you with like a Jerry Curl wig on, sideburns, yeah, it's yeah, qu- qu- quoting yeah. Bible
0: scripture. Yeah, that'd be yeah. great.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll we'll say why again.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, hell yeah! Hell yeah! That's a royale with cheese. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: so that's that's like the, the the end of the real questions. Now I want to ask you um, four, no five, yeah. uh, five rapid fire questions. And the way that these are going to work are, is. Um, However, brief you can make it, um, because they're rapid fire, right? However, brief got you can you. make it, don't have, to have any extra context, and wh- whatever the answer is, is what the answer is. Um, okay, awesome. Because uh, some people will be like, yeah, I, don't know, I got like seven favorite movies. Like, what's the one that's right and that's number one right now? Gotcha. All right, favorite movie?
1: <laughs> I, just, I just Love Jones. Wow, that was unexpected Yeah, you said the first thing that came to my head I mean especially following Tarantino it was very unexpected <laughs>
0: um, what is the number one piece of advice you would give to your younger self
1: <sighs> it's okay you know um, be patient with yourself give yourself grace you know life spirals you know things always get better there's always hope don't stress too much It's good it's good
0: we we uh, as we when we're younger we 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 have this condition to uh have everything solved mm-hmm. it's like you're 25. You should have everything solved. It's like, mm-hmm. Y- mm-hmm. you were
1: 50 and still kicking it. You know, kicking yeah. it at 50.
0: Like,
1: like, what yeah. are you saying, my yeah. guy? Yeah. Um, yeah, when I was younger, you know, anything happened when you are early 20s, you're like, fuck, my life is ruined. You <laughs> yeah, know? it's done. And it's like, bro, you're a kid, you know, and I still look at, I'm still a kid, you know, I still got a lot of years ahead of me, God willing. Um, so yeah, you know, that's also advice to my past self, my now self, and my future self. I mean, I just turned 37,
0: and, <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know. I'll have like older people saying, No, you're still young. And i have like people who are on here that are like twelve and like fuck you like
1: and one guy I was talking to he's like I'm twenty Oh, you
0: go fuck yourself <laughs> That immediately like, flipped them off. I was like I'll take my receipt as well. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Um now using using your outside of preference, right? Yeah. Using your, your visual, your lens, your eye. Um, visually speaking, mm-hmm. insecure or
1: Atlanta? Shit! Damn, that's a good one, right? I was not expecting that. Wow, that's a great fucking question. Um, visually speaking, yeah. Whew. Um, because both are just so, um distinct for different reasons. Yeah, you know, it's been a minute since I tapped into Atlanta. Uh, I would say Atlanta. Hmm. Um, you know the cool thing about Atlanta? You can freeze any frame at any moment, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. You know, it's like every point within the television show, it's a beautiful photograph. Insecure is amazing as well. Yeah. I think um, I would say Atlanta's is a little bit more distinct from, like, other pieces of cinema or TV shows that I've ever seen. So I'm going to pick Atlanta.
0: Atlanta is good.
1: Um,
0: I think, what is it? You see, the season two or three mm-hmm. of Insecure was very good because they were doing those kind of like dark tones. Yeah, I think that was season two. Yeah, yeah. that worked yeah. really well. But I think each season kind of had a different like aesthetic they were going for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think Atlanta has been very consistent in this is how we're telling this. And this is the way it looks. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it looks. Yeah. Yeah, very, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, your What was your last Google search? Just can I can I look and see, please?
1: If it's if it's like <laughs> wow, Splatterhouse yeah. Six or something weird, it's like
0: that. I hope that's lenses, sir. Like <laughs> uh,
1: I was looking up ASAP Rocky. Um, he has a, a, a clothing brand called AWGE, and I didn't really know about it. I seen some uh, shots from him from a new vi- music video. He had the hat on, and I just was curious to know. The website's dope. Like, look up that website, A-W-G-E. It's, like, super creative. Like, it's so super, super dope. You did do, you do the same thing. Addy. You see something in the videos. Like, I mean. Yeah, I'm Googling it. Because I be, I realize, like, I'm definitely still, like, very young. But, like, there's a lot of things that I, don't, I haven't been keeping up with, you know, throughout the past years. And I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm getting left behind a little bit. So, I'm, I'm trying my best. You know, I haven't been as, like, social media, you mm-hmm. know. You know, just present on social media, you know, the past couple of years. Because um, I've just spending more time with self, so I haven't been, like, keeping up with a lot of things.
0: Um, this is the last one I have. Yeah. Um, and I'll throw this in there. as for your Google search you should look up. Look up the Greenland shark. Not right now, because it's going to disturb you, but look up the Greenland shark. Right.
1: Should, I, should I be scared? Uh it's interesting. <laughs> okay. So the last question
0: I have, um, in terms of locations, and I know that you're deep into the, the, the portrait side of things. What is your like favorite place to shoot? Like in, in Baltimore, what have you? Like, is there an area that you're like, you know, I can get
1: some good shots over here. Um, I would have to, uh, studio is my number one preferred location, but if I had to think outside of the studio, mm-hmm. um, that's tough. You know, by the way, I love Baltimore. Um, this place is my heart, um, East and West, West Side. You know, y'all get my love too. Yeah, um, Some of not <laughs> <laughs> much. Um, yeah, honestly, like the work uh, that I do is to like you know contribute to like making like this place you know even more awesome than what it already is. Nope. Um, and there's so many places that I absolutely love, but if I had to pick a place that I love to shoot. Most of my heart belongs in this area, uh, Station North, yep. uh, Station North, Charles Village, um, area. It means a lot. It's my Midtown, Mount Vernon. You know, these are my stomping grounds. These are like, you know, the middle of like Art District. Um, and I've been living in this area for, you know, going on ten years now, and I feel very close to it, very close to it. So I had to pick. That general region, you know. Yeah. Up Charles Street corridor. <laughs> yeah. You know, anywhere between um, the the monument all the way up until thirty third. Okay. Yeah. That's legit. City college represent. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's for me it's kinda it, it kinda has that same inclination as the at, at the end of the questions. Um it's kind of the same same thing for me. Um when I'm feeling like kinda like In a creative slump or have you, I'll just walk around and just kind of observe Mm -hmm.
1: shit. And then Mm -hmm. I get,
0: like, re-energized. Because, you know, you're you're doing something and, you know, you might have a really good, at least from my perspective, I have a really good interview, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's just like I felt like I left something there.
1: Yeah, I felt like I really didn't get
0: everything I needed. Yeah, And it was a little flat. But, you know, sometimes you just got to take that walk and just observe and absorb.
1: Yeah, just be present with your environment. Yeah, sometimes, you know, I'm at, uh, I'm always at Wyman Park. This is a short walk from my house. I yeah. just sit there for a while. You know, I'll leave my phone home and everything and just, you know, tap in with self and, like, my environment. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I want to invite you, um, I want to, one, thank you for being on this podcast. And, sure. two, I want to invite you to tell the fine folks where to check you out and check your workout.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find me on Instagram at philip.muriel. Uh... And from there, you know, you have access to my website. It's uh, philip.pb.philipm.pb.photography. That's philipm.pb.photography. That's Philip with one L. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I'm at right now. Uh, that's all Instagram, my website, and, you know, catch me when you see me in person. I might be walking down Charles Street. So there you
0: have it, folks. Um, I want to thank Philip Muriel again for being on the podcast. And I want to say that there is art in and around your city. Uh, You just got to look for it.